had to uh, retweet the stream from my personal account. All right, we're good to go. What's up? What's going on? Welcome in to Post Loons following a bitter, I don't want to call it bittersweet, but I think mixed feelings coming out of the 1-1 draw with LAFC at Allianz Field tonight. What's up? My name is Jeremy Rushing, bringing things down on Post Loons, presented by our good friends over at Night Street Soccer and Coffee. Hit them up, nightstreetmpls.com. I will tell you a little bit more about them as we get a little bit further on in the stream. But as you are trickling in, go ahead and leave those questions and comments. If you're watching over on Twitter, you're going to have to go to our YouTube channel if you want to leave a question or comment. But if you'd rather just stick around on Twitter and watch there, give us a like and a retweet if you could. If you are watching on the YouTube stream, go ahead and uh, hit that thumbs up if you could and leave a question or comment there in the chat as well. Yeah, a little bit uh, a little bit mixed feelings coming out of this one, coming out of Allianz Field tonight. I think a little bit of a missed opportunity uh, with the way you started the match if you're Minnesota United, so dominant in the early going specifically, but really all match long. And we'll get into the specifics on the stats as we move further here. But I'm still optimistic. This is not a result that that really says anything super negative to me about this team. Um, LAFC had their issues, obviously, no Carlos Vela, uh, among others, uh, but they're still a good team. They've shown recently that LAFC is still a good team in good form. So I'm not going to completely disregard this as something that really says something about Minnesota United's chances to make the playoffs and what they could do in it. Um, I think obviously you wanted three points if you're Minnesota United, would have preferred three points if you're Minnesota United. Uh, but any point at this point, any point at this point, any point at this juncture of the season looms large. And to get one against a team in form like LAFC, the way the match progressed, a little bit of a feeling that it's two points lost. But at the same time, I think there's enough there to remain optimistic about this team's chances moving forward. Again, go ahead and get those questions and comments in, guys. Takes overall uh, thoughts on the match tonight. I will respond to those as the stream gets going here. But I'm going to go ahead and get into my three things, my big takeaways from the match tonight. And I don't have the visual aids tonight, so I apologize for that. But my first thing is, this is not an ideal result, but it's not the worst. I think this is a much worse result, this draw. I think it's a much much worse result for LAFC and their playoff chances than it is for Minnesota United's. You're already on the outside looking in if you're LAFC. You need to come in and play for three points at Allianz. And they did not look like a team that was playing for three points. They were a team that was very much on the back foot the entire match. Uh, I I don't under I don't know much about LAFC, to be honest, this season. I don't know if their defense had been that poor all season, but it was not a great defensive performance from them in the in the aspect that. Minnesota United had odd man, to use a hockey term, I apologize, but had odd man rushes like the entire match. They had two on ones, three on ones, players getting in behind pretty much all match long. And so that's where the bitter part comes into play. You had those opportunities. You feel like you should have got more than one goal and come away with three points, but you played well for a majority of the match. There were a couple players who had had miscues and we'll get into those, but Overall, I think uh, as far as the performance goes, I think an overall good performance, but it didn't show up in the scoreboard, unfortunately, which um, happens, right? This is soccer. That that happens sometimes. Uh, another reason why you're not feeling terrible coming out of this is because the RSL, 
results. I don't know if you guys saw, but RSL lost to Chicago Fire today. And so that continues to give you the same buffer as far as the playoff line is concerned. Um, you know, RSL sitting eighth right now. And if they would have gotten three points against Chicago, you're not in as good of a spot. But they lose. And so you continue to get that buffer and get a little bit of breathing room. However, RSL still does have a game in hand on everybody else. So it's something to consider as well. Uh, tonight, ongoing matches, LA Galaxy and FC Dallas. That's one to look at. And then also another one to keep an eye on, Vancouver and San Jose. Both of those are underway. Um, I don't have access to scores for either of those right now, but those matches are underway. Um, and then my second thing is dominant everywhere, but where it counts. And that's kind of what I just alluded to. Uh, some of these statistics are pretty eye are pretty eye popping. Um, you look at 18 shots, seven on target, 70% possession, seven zero. That's a lot of possession. Um, and it felt like it too. I mean, you could have told me this team had 85% possession and I, and I would have believed you. Like it was that dominant of a possession performance from this team. And you also, one of the, one of the things that stood out to me is, is crosses. Now crosses aren't exactly necessarily a factor in, in quality, uh, chances, but this was still pretty, uh, pretty lopsided 28 to six Minnesota United outcrossed LAFC tonight. Uh, so like I said, a dominant performance overall between the boxes, even in the boxes, but you just couldn't be clinical enough in the final third to get more than one goal, unfortunately. Also, not Adrian Hunu's night either. Um, he had a few uh, head-scratching moments, a couple of uh, headers that he should have done a lot better with, a couple of instances on the foot that he should have done a lot better with, uh, but unfortunately he didn't. And uh, if he puts one of those away, Minnesota United wins, right? So um, a night he'll want to forget, but he had been he has been good recently. So I'll kind of give him this one, but you just can't make it two performances like that in a row. I think Unu has done enough to solidify his spot as a striker, but I don't think he's done enough to withstand multiple uh, poor performances like we saw tonight. He's capable of better. We know that. He was kind of due and due for a bad performance just because he had been he had been good as of late, but uh, I don't think you're going to give him more than one. Uh, and then my final one, I've already alluded to this, but my final thing is rare miscues. And uh, unfortunately, I'm looking straight at Tyler Miller. I have been beating the drum for Tyler Miller all season long, saying he's the guy, he's the guy, Tyler freaking Miller this, Tyler, Tyler freaking Miller that. Well, it was Tyler freaking Miller in, in not a great way on that free kick that led to a goal. Um, just goes right through the wickets. And that is not something you normally see from Tyler Miller. You could look at this as, you know, Minnesota United probably should have won this 2-0, 3-0, right? Created enough chances where you probably assume more than one goal is going to go in the back of the net. And the only goal they gave up was just a uh, a goalkeeper miscue. But what happened, happened. And... As good as you played tonight, you only come away with one point. But the performance leaves me optimistic, and I think it should leave a lot of Minnesota United fans optimistic about what this team can do moving forward. Uh, those are my three things, guys. So to recap, uh, not ideal, not the worst as far as the result. Dominant everywhere but where it counts, talking about the possession, the shots, the shots on goal, 
but obviously would only count as a scoreboard and they were not dominant there obviously with the one one draw and then rare miscues and uh rare miscue i should say singular uh courtesy of one tyler miller and goal all right if you guys have your three things your two things your one thing that you want to drop any overall takeaways from the match go ahead and drop those in the chat as i tell you about our good friends over at night street soccer and coffee now, what's not in the banner here, and again, was not able to update the visual aids before I went on tonight, so I apologize, uh, but is their Galazzo Brew coffee. I had this for the first time this morning, and I have to say it was, it was quite good, <laughs> to say the least. Uh, they teamed up with Dogwood Coffee, local coffee brewers, to come up with their signature coffee over at Night Street Soccer and Coffee. And that is the Galazzo brew. It was it was really good. I mean, it beats the Aldi brand coffee that I buy uh, every week. And just just blows them out of the water. Uh, so it, it'll 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 be good for you too. I promise. If you go get it, so go to our Twitter at 10K Pitches, or excuse me, go to Ninth Street MPLS on Twitter. Uh, this is a lot better place for you to go. Go at Ninth Street MPLS on Twitter. Click the link in their bio. And you'll see the uh, the navigation there to get you to buy some Galazzo brew. I think it's 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 not that expensive. It's actually pretty affordable. Um, you can have it shipped to your house, or you can go pick it up at Ninth Street if you're close to Northeast Minneapolis. Eight hundred one South Ninth Street is where Ninth Street Soccer and Coffee is located. Um, and if you want to play pickup soccer, Ninth Street is the place to go, guys. I mean, we're talking about a time where it's getting colder. Winter's right around the corner. If you want to get those reps in, get those games in over the winter, um, obviously indoor is the best place to guarantee that you're going to be able to do that, right? Um, and Ninth Street Soccer is an unbeatable indoor soccer space, to be honest. Uh, and as you can imagine, uh, the time slots for field rentals and pickup are filling up like crazy. So what you want to do is you want to go to NinthStreetMPLS.com. And whether you want to rent a field for yourself and your team, or you want to participate in $5 pickup, go ahead and get yourself signed up right now. Because again, in the winter, in Minnesota, indoor soccer space is at a premium. So make sure you're getting yours. Also, if you are a pickup soccer, an avid pickup soccer player, and you think you want to play pretty often, there's a $35 unlimited pickup membership that you can get over at Night Street Soccer and Coffee. Just check them out. 9thStreetMPLS.com. New things they have coming down the pipe, too. They have uh, women's only and 40-plus pickup. Uh, so if uh, if you're 40-plus and you want to get some pickup going and you want to get some people together, um, you won't have to worry about playing you know, 25, 26-year-olds who can run circles around you. You guys can get out and play pickup over at 9th Street. 9thStreetMPLS.com. Follow them on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at 9thStreetMPLS. Big thanks to Night Street Soccer and Coffee for being the title sponsors of Post Loons all season long. All right, so let's get into the game notes here. And while I'm getting into these, if you guys want to drop your questions or comments in the chat, feel free to do so. Uh, third minute potentially could have been a, uh, a penalty kick opportunity for the Loons. Reynoso dribbles in the box and is shouldered to the ground by Moonwon Kim. Uh, no call from the official. I understand that you're probably not going to get the call in that instance because, A, you're in the box, and it needs to be pretty egregious to earn a penalty if you're in the box. But also, um, you could argue that there was a play on the ball there, I guess. Although, to me, it did not look like at all 
there was a play on the ball. The ball was two feet in front of Reynoso. Moonwan Kim shoulders Reynoso to the ground. You can't tell me he's trying to make a play on the ball there, but there is no call and play on. Uh, so that was in the third minute. That was kind of right off the bat. And you started to get a glimpse there of, of the possession and kind of the dominance, the, the amount of time that Minnesota was going to spend in their attacking third. Uh, fifth minute, they keep it going. First of many good chances for the Loons. Really good ball movement. And Fragapane finds Lud, who puts one on net. But LAFC, LAFC, LAFC keeper Jamal Blackman is able to make the save. Uh, eighth minute, Reynoso's free kick finds the head of Michael Boxall, who has a wide open net, but the header is wide. Uh, that probably should have been a goal. Twelfth uh, minute, counterattack sprung by Tyler Miller. He was good in distribution tonight. He had the one miscue on the free kick, but he was pretty much locked in from there. And one of the his, his underrated uh, abilities is in distribution and kind of kicking off uh, attacking sequences for Minnesota United from the back. And he does so here. Uh, finds Reynoso at midfield and Ray beats a couple defenders and gets the ball to Unu. Uh, the loon striker puts a shot wide of the net. He had Fragapane and Lud in support here. This is a three on one, but um, the one defender was really up tight on Unu and uh, the, the Frenchman just couldn't find, couldn't, I mean, couldn't see uh, the support that he had. So hard to blame him there for that one. Uh, shot goes wide, but obviously if he dumps that off for Lud or Fragapane, that's pretty much a wide open goal. Uh, but unfortunately that did not happen. Uh, 17th minute long ball finds Lud who breaks free and gets one-on-one with Blackman. Uh, he's on his right foot here instead of his left. So he's not able to curl it around the goalkeeper. Um, so he decided to just decides to just put a hard one on net. It's right up Blackman. Uh, and Blackman's able to kind of parry that away. Uh, 25th minute, Reynoso hits a low cross that finds the head of Unu. This is one of those header opportunities that kind of leaves you scratching your own head because it, it just seems like Unu wasn't ready for it. It seemed like he expected somebody else to get ahead on it, ahead of him, and was almost surprised when it got to him. And he didn't, he wasn't positioned correctly. He didn't put much on it. It, it goes wide. Uh, really good opportunity there for the Loons, goes begging. Uh, and then in the, um, I have 64th here, but that is definitely not right. I believe this is 34th minute. Uh, goal LAFC, Christian Arango uh, gets set up for a free kick just outside the box after a well-trapped foul. The shot gets through the wall and somehow through the wickets of Tyler Miller. I mean, it goes through the wall. It's coming right at Miller. He's He's bending down to pick it up off the bounce. And it just goes right through his legs. He's just unable to get behind the ball uh, fully enough to reel it in and somehow ends up in the back of the net. And you talk about against the run of play. I had this pulled up here, but at this point, right before the goal, because I was going to tweet the stats right before this goal happened. So I had already pulled them up. Uh, But you're talking about 66% possession for Minnesota United at that time. Nine shots to none, four shots on goal to none at the point right before this goal. That's as against the run of play as I think I've ever seen a goal scored in my life. And unfortunately, Minnesota United is on the receiving end of that. And it is 1-0 LAFC. 40th minute, Bakai Debasi goes down for the second time in the half after getting elbowed. Uh, his nose is bleeding as he comes off the pitch. 
uh, but he would come on just after a minute or so of treatment with kind of one of those plugs in his nose to stop the bleeding. Uh, 45 plus one center official. This was really scary. Center official Robert Sabiga gets upended accidentally by both Ozzy Alonzo and Moonwan Kim. After being down for a while, he does get up and remains in the game. Um, looked like there was like a cut on his chin as he went down. He went down very like it was kind of scary because he was not able to really brace himself as he went down. So, you know, in, in real time, it's hard to tell if his head bounced off the pitch or anything like that. Total accidental. I mean, Moonwan Kim and Ozzy Alonso are both going for the same ball, and the ref just sort of gets in the middle of it. Um, wrong place, wrong time. But credit to Sabiga. Tough dude. Was able to get up, stay in the match. The fourth official was even running wind sprints on the sideline, trying to get himself ready. Uh, but Sabiga stays in the match, so credit to him. Uh, but Moonwan Kim does have to come off for treatment, um, and Ozzy was all good. So it was really the LAFC player who took the, the worst of this, um, even though the official was down mile as well. 45 plus eight, another header who knew will want back. This was sort of a, a, a reoccurring theme in the first half with just not great headers from Adrian Unu. Uh, really good play by Reynoso and Fragapani in the buildup, but the headed effort on goal just just not great once again from Unu. And you go into halftime uh, – down one nil and down only one nil because Tyler Miller really redeems himself here at the end of the half as LAFC springs a counter. Miller makes an excellent save um, to keep things one nil heading into the break um, redeems himself a little bit for that free kick fiasco. So Minnesota United within a goal at the end of the first half. Let's hit the second half here. 56 minute Gasper very late on a challenge and it's an easy yellow card decision from the official um, and what's unfortunate about this is Gasper will now miss the Vancouver match because of yellow card accumulation. Um, so that is a massive, massive challenge from Gasper in terms of getting that yellow and now missing a pivotal match against Vancouver at Vancouver on Wednesday. Not going to be easy and uh, already, but it's going to be even more difficult losing your starting left back. But in the 64th, Minnesota United draws level courtesy of the captain. Oh, captain, my captain. Hold on. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Oh, captain, my captain. Sorry. Had to do that. Anyways, uh, Ozzy Alonso brings the loons level uh, off of a rebound. Uh, it's uh, Reynoso on a free kick deflected away by Blackman but it's right to the feet of, of Alonzo who puts it in the back of the net and we're all level at Allianz. The place goes nuts. 74th minute, great cross in from Gasper. Lud able to get his like knee or shin on it to send it goalwards, but that is just wide. 77th uh, sub, Finley on for who knew, which moves Lud to the striker position. Uh, really, really common sub for Heath to make when it is Lud starting on the right wing and Finley on the, off the bench. Um, and then the 82nd, not the first time there was some chippiness in this match involving Michael Boxall specifically. He always seems to be kind of at the forefront. I think he he welcomes that sort of intensity and that sort of chippiness, uh, which is really, I mean, you need kind of an enforcer like that on your team. So it's good to see Boxall kind of taking that role. He doesn't take any crap from the other team. Um, a little shoving back and forth with LAFC multiple times. He gets a little talking to from the official, but nothing more. Um, but unfortunately, that's where things end. No real uh, big chances for the Loons at the end of the match. Um, and things end 1-1 at Allianz. 
So not the greatest result in the world, but like I said, you, you'll you know you'll take this over a loss any day of the week. Um, big big observations here. I mean, after the match, let's get into this. Ozzy Alonso and Bob Bradley getting into it, uh, which is not something I had on my bingo card for this match, but evidently it happened. Um, just some jawing back and forth. They kind of have to be separated a little bit. And then Alonzo and, and a couple of the LAFC players are jawing back and forth. Um, Boxall is still jawing back and forth. So a lot of animosity in this match sort of spilling over to the end, or excuse me, to the post-match. And I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that like nobody was happy about this result, right? Neither of these teams wanted to draw. Both these teams really wanted three points lafc needed three points and it didn't happen for either side so i think a lot of frustration sort of boiling over post-match for both teams um and my second observation i said it at the beginning i'll say it now i'm still optimistic this does not um this does not take the wind out of my sails in terms of how i'm feeling about this team's playoff chances and how i'm feeling about this team's chances if they stay healthy what they can do when they get to the playoffs because this was a great performance from this team but unfortunately, they did not get the goals they needed to pull ahead, right? A really, really rare mistake from Tyler Miller. And just one of those matches where nothing you put on goal seems to go in. They put seven shots on goal. 18 total shots. Like you expect more than one ball in the back of the net when you you know put together that kind of... Uh, that kind of uh, attacking effort, but it just didn't happen tonight. And that happens sometimes in soccer and you got to move on. You got to take the positives. Adrian Heath was very, very positive after the match and talking to Cal and Kendra um, really liked the performance from his team. And it's hard to blame him. When you look at the stats, 70% possession, they outcrossed him 28 to six. Like it was really dominant everywhere, but the scoreboard. I said at the beginning, they were dominant in every facet of the game, except where it actually matters in the scoreboard. But that means you can take a lot from this match as a positive moving forward into these last three matches. You didn't need the win tonight. If you're Minnesota United, a win would have been damn great. It would have really helped solidify playoff position, but didn't need it. You got the draw. You got a point. RSL lost. Let's see how results go tonight with LA, LA Galaxy playing FC Dallas and Vancouver playing San Jose. And then we'll see how, I mean, Wednesday is still the match. Wednesday has been the one that has been circled on the calendar for the last three weeks. You go to Vancouver on Wednesday. Three points tonight would have made that one a little less important. But it still would have been important regardless. So the draw tonight is really irrelevant in the grand scheme that Wednesday's the big one. Wednesday's the six-pointer. Yes, you're going to be missing Chase Gasper, and that sucks. But you have the horses. You do. I think I think this team can still pull out three points in Vancouver with who they have. They're not missing anybody in the attack up front, in the midfield, which is where this team's bread is buttered. That was a very, very old school phrase. I apologize, but that is the truth. If they're missing somebody up top, that's a huge, huge issue. If they're missing somebody on the back, it's not ideal, but it's not the end of the world. 
And I want to see this team win with some adversity. I want to see this team prove that when a piece is pulled out of the puzzle, they can still find a way to get a result they need. And they have a prime opportunity to do that on Wednesday. And without Gasper, if they can get three points in Vancouver, what will that do for this team's confidence moving forward into the final stretch of the season and into the playoffs? That will prove that this team can beat anybody. That's where I'm at. Wednesday is still the big one. So that's what's on tap. At Vancouver Wednesday, host SKC at noon on Halloween, and then you finish the season at LA Galaxy Sunday 11-7, which could also be a six-pointer. Three games left, two on the road, one at home. I mean, you you still got to get results down the stretch. Three points on Wednesday. And try to find a way to get two or three out of the last two matches. And I think you'll be fine if you're Minnesota United. Got a question coming in on the chat. Thank you so much to Aaron Serginian. Aaron said most of the team looked like they lost interest in playing. I disagree, Aaron. I think the goal did take a little bit of the wind out of their sails. I think that um, as against the run of play as it was, it, there have been some. There may have been some confidence lost after that goal. But I also think that in the second half, they were kind of right back on the horse. They were right back on the attacking horse, putting together chances. Now, where there might have been some, I wouldn't call it disinterest, but disorganization, lack of focus in the final third, I'll give you that for sure. There was really, really something not clicking in the final third for Minnesota United tonight. I wouldn't call it a lack of interest, though. Lack of focus, maybe. But not lack of interest, I don't think. Uh, Any other questions or comments? I'll stick around here for a couple more minutes, guys. Uh, Let's go ahead and look at a little, do a little scoreboard update here um, as we look at LA Galaxy and FC Dallas. And then also you have Vancouver and Sporting Kansas City. Um, LA Galaxy down 1-0 to FC Dallas. So that is a really, really good um, good result so far from that match. Again, it's early LA or FC Dallas blew a late lead to LAFC uh, during the week. So we'll have to see how that goes. Another result that's going your way. Portland down 2-0 to Colorado. And so that keeps the four spot in play. If you're Minnesota United as well. That is in the 82nd minute. So hopefully for all intents and purposes, um, you know, Colorado will get three points from Portland and that four spot will still be within striking distance from Minnesota. So again, Portland down two nil to Colorado in the 82nd LA galaxy down one nil to Dallas early on. And then you also have Vancouver and uh, San Jose, which are scoreless early on in that one. So a couple results that are going your way. Uh, we'll be paying close attention to that. I probably won't be staying up for the, uh, for the whole thing. Uh, Hopefully you don't get like a super drastic change like we did on Wednesday when I went to bed and Vancouver was down 2-0 and then they came back to be Portland (laughs) 3-2. Hopefully nothing like that happens tonight, uh, but we'll keep you posted. All right, speaking of keeping you you guys posted, um, Ford Madison, their season really is over. I mean, the season is not over, but their playoff hopes are done after a 2-2 draw tonight to FC Tucson. Um, Connor Tobin gets a late goal in stoppage time to bring the Mingos level. 
but they they needed the three points if they wanted to uh, stay in the playoff hunt. And so they are officially out of it. I mean, they were basically out of it. They needed about a million results to go their way even before this moving forward if they wanted to make the playoffs, but they are mathematically now eliminated. Um, so Rob Chappell and I will be doing a little post-mortem, I guess, on this next week's Talk and Flock. That comes every Tuesday morning, wherever you get your podcasts. Also, new episode of 10,000 Pitches is in the hopper as well. Really good conversation with Duluth FC's Sydney Warden. He was the 2021 NPSL Golden Boot winner, had the most goals in the country in that league this past season. And he's doing big things at Mercyhurst University out in Pennsylvania this fall. So he actually scored a goal or two tonight, actually. So um, really good interview. And then Dominic Jose Bazzonio and I keep, keep you caught up on everything Minnesota soccer. Um, so that new episode is out. Just look at 10,000 pitches wherever you get your podcast. And in that same feed, you will find every episode of Post Loons. Thank you so much for watching, guys. I appreciate the support. I appreciate the views. I appreciate the follows. I appreciate the retweets and the shares and the thumbs ups and the, the comments and the interactions. It's been awesome all season long. We got three more of these in the regular season and hopefully some uh, some playoff post loons, some postseason loons, if you will, uh, after the fact. But uh, I think the game Wednesday night is going to determine a lot of that. So be ready and we will be here afterwards getting you covered on post loons as always till then have a great rest of your weekend guys bye